Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. First John 5:19 tells us the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. But the day is coming when that's going to change. The day is coming when that's going to change. And that's what Hebrews chapter 12, this last little passage is telling us, the day is coming when all of creation is going to be made permanent. The temporary is going to be done away with. That which is shakable, it's going to be removed. And that which will remain will be unshakable. Our world is currently under the reign of Satan and sin. The enemy would love for you to forget that and live a life vulnerable to his attacks. As Pastor Robert continues our study of Hebrews, you'll be reminded that your hope is in the most steadfast thing in existence. Jesus is unshakable, and when all of this passes away, only what is in him will remain. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Boy, did they love fireworks in Antigua. And when I was a kid growing up in Georgia, we played around with these M80s, and we, you know, they're super dangerous because they're giant firecrackers, you know? And they, they always told us that it was equivalent to a third of a stick of dynamite, that that's, that's what those things were. And um, I won't tell you what we did with them because it was bad, but we, play, we played with them. But whatever they put in those bottle rockets that they shoot in Antigua is so much bigger than anything we ever messed around with. And you can hear them. When they, when they launch, it sounds something like, and then in a little while, boom! And you're like, oh, you feel it. You know, your, your whole body. The building kind of, you know, quakes a little bit. One night at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning, they start up with those things. It was somebody's birthday. The reason I know it was somebody's birthday is the next morning I went walking up the street. A block away, I could see. Boy, did they have a party. You know, all night long. They stopped at 7 a.m., from 3 o'clock in the morning until 7 o'clock in the morning, one after another, boom, boom. And it's like, oh, Lord, i got to teach tomorrow morning. This is not good. God, please, Lord, can you just kill that guy or something? <laughs> All night long, these massive explosions. But then a few days later, middle of the night, there was a, another big explosion, but it was different. And it, you could feel it, you know, the building kind of shook. And it, it woke me up, and I, I laid there thinking, that was different. That wasn't a firecracker. What was that? And I realized it was the volcano erupting. Yeah. I'm like, oh, 
should I be scared? You know, I'm, like, I'm looking, because my room, my room had this little window up at the very top, you know, like a little jealousy thing. And I'm looking, thinking, you know, am I going to see, like, sparks or, you know what I mean? Like the reflection of a big fire or something? Am I going to see, you know? I'm, no, it's completely dark. So I went back to sleep. A little while later, it did it again. It's frightening. God's creation. Romans chapter 8, verse 19 tells us the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our bodies. You know, for those of us who know the Lord Jesus, this is exciting to contemplate. The day is coming when there will be no more shaking. There will be no longer anything which can be shaken. Hebrews 12, 27 says, Now this yet once more indicates the removal of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made. The things which cannot be shaken may remain. 2 Peter 3, 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness, looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, without spot and blameless. And consider that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, as also our beloved brother Paul, according to the wisdom given to him, has written to you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to understand, which untaught and unstable people twist, to their own destruction, as they do also the rest of scriptures. You therefore, beloved, since you know this beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and forever. You know, this is, this is one of those passages. There's just, there's so much in there. Two things that stand out to me real quickly. One is, is that Peter told us what it was going to be like in our age when, when the scriptures were going to be twisted and people were going to be, you know, messing around with, with what the Bible says and, and, and twisting it. And, and he warned us, since you know this book beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness, being led away with the error of the wicked, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But he also reminds us here that the promise of God, according to his promise, we look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness 
dwells. And, and I love the way it's worded. The, the Spanish translation is a little bit more accurate, I think, at this point. It says, in which righteousness reigns. Because that's the idea. Do you understand that right now on the earth, righteousness does not reign? Sure you do. You watch the news, right? You look around. Righteousness is not ruling and reigning on planet earth right now. As a matter of fact, 1 John 5, 19 tells us the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. But the day is coming when that's going to change. The day is coming when that's going to change. And that's what Hebrews chapter 12, this last little passage is telling us. The day is coming when all of creation is going to be made permanent. The temporary is going to be done away with. That which is shakable, it's going to be removed. And that which will remain will be unshakable. Listen, even, even with regard to our own physical bodies. It's interesting to consider this. 1 Corinthians 15, 48 says, As was the man of dust, a reference to Adam, so also are those who are made of dust, you and me. As is the heavenly man, Jesus, so also are those who are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly man. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Which brings us to the second point of this. We're receiving an unshakable kingdom. Unshakable kingdom. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Unshakable kingdom. What, what, is, what does that even mean? Luke chapter 12, Jesus talked about it. He was talking to his disciples about the issue of fear there in that passage. You know, here in the United States, we have, we have it pretty easy, don't we? I mean, we, we have a relatively easy life when you get right down to it. Even, even people who, who go through hard times, going through them in the United States, it's completely different than going through them in some parts of the world, right? I mean, really, when you think about it, we don't, we don't really fear whether or not we're going to have food to eat. We don't, we don't worry about that. What we worry about is whether or not we're going to have food we like, right? I mean, it's... Is that true or not? We live in a place where the, our biggest concern is what we are going to eat, not whether or not we're going to eat. But in, in the day when Jesus was teaching, when he talked to his disciples about these things, they may very well have had situations that could provoke in their hearts more than a little bit of fear. They didn't have the abundance that we have today. And yet what Jesus said to them, his message, it was clear. He, he said, trust your father, trust your father. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not, not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia, so she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.